right. Welcome to the Waxing Crescent Society podcast. I'm joined by Matt Bryant, Tyler Marshall, Hello. and Bo Hicks. Howdy, howdy. Hey, y'all. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get into this one quick because we've got a really special guest with us. Uh, he and his band are coming out with a new album, Old Time Folks, on August 5th, and he's going to be playing at Druid City Brewing Company this weekend, March 26th. Please help me welcome the most hydrated man in rock and roll, Lee Baines. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey uh, I'm sitting here sipping, sipping water in y'all's honor. <laughs> well, thank you kindly. <laughs> thank you so much, man. Where, where are you at right now? We, we caught you on the road somewhere? Yeah, we're in Montgomery, and uh, we were just loading in. We were just, those ears were burning. I was just talking to some former Tuscaloosaites. Uh, yeah, had a really uh, old Beth and Johnny, perhaps. That's right. <laughs> nice, uh, nice. Uh, I wanted to go ahead and place. offer uh, uh, some condolences for your Auburn Tigers in the uh, the big the big basketball uh, basketball shootout. Uh, sorry about that, uh, but <laughs> Bama was right behind them yeah. too. So. <laughs> and you know, my UAB I mean, I, I feel like we were playing with house money, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> No doubt. It was, it's it like, was an honor to be nominated here. <laughs> <laughs> That's rad. Well, I'm glad you're in Montgomery. Like I said, we'll go through this. Um, you know, but Bob, where, where do we want to start? We, we've got to get this man set no, up No, no, for and sure. Uh, I mean, God bless. I mean, the last time I talked to you, I, I, I mean, it's been a couple of years. I, I, first off, I wanted to say thanks. Uh, you know, we put together that um, Live from a Distance uh fundraiser and you were very kind to to contribute um some of your time and your your skills to uh, to that so we really do appreciate that oh of course man yeah i was happy to and love y'all and miss y'all this has been the longest uh <laughs> i got to see bo i guess a few months ago well it's been a while now i guess it was yeah. last may around strikes us thing but uh other than that this has been way too long to go without seeing y'all so well we leave the lot on for you so okay. well we get to see the uh fearless flying williamson brothers um every now and then you know with uh that's right their things but you know it's going to be good to see you and hug your neck and have some barbecue for you here on saturday man i can't wait dude i cannot <laughs> wait for all of those things <laughs> Um, tell us a little bit about uh, the, this new album you got cooking up. So, uh, you know, like we uh, folks have read the Rolling Stones article, and I, you know, I won't piggyback too much off of it, but y'all were recording that like from 2019 up until a little like last year. So, like, spent like two years recording that, right? Yeah, yeah, we right because we started at the very end of 2019, and then uh, we were supposed to go back. Um, in like April of 2020, which, you know, we all knew, we all know how that turned out. Right. And, um, so we, yeah, I mean, it took us a long time, you know, the studio closed for several months and then there's kind of a bottleneck to get back in there and they were being very COVID safe, which is great. Um, you know, they were making sure that there's a couple of three days between sessions and they were like sterilizing everything and all that. So it just uh, took quite a while to be able to finish it, um, but which wound up kind of uh, being positive in the sense that, like, we got to really kind of think about what we wanted to do and had time to kind of mess around with different stuff at home or at practice or whatever. And um, 
So it wound up that when we were able to get back in there, we had like a much clearer, kind of more fleshed out idea of what we wanted to do, um, <clears throat> which I was really grateful for, you know, that time. And uh, and yeah, I guess we were done. I mean, we've done, we've been done with it for quite a while, but you know, there's also been a uh, kind of a back um, backlog of like vinyl pressing and production and stuff. So so that's kind of pushed it back even further um, to when it could actually be released. But um, man, at this point, I'm just thankful that it's it, it is uh, it's done and like it will be. You know, uh, Bob Dylan said it shall be released. I guess so. That's uh, that's good. <laughs> well, you know, that's a really interesting thing. Um, I'm curious, and like I said, we're trying to keep this brief, but, you know, um, obviously this might be the first time that you had some distance, right, for, for songs to actually evolve. Like a lot of times, you know, things might evolve a little bit on the road, but through this long recording process, it sounds like things right. kind of grew and not mutated, but sort of changed into where some things would, became a little different than how you originally intended them. And maybe that, yeah. that's sort of a good thing to let it organically grow like that. I mean, not not that it was a good thing, but, you know, it was a different right. way to see these songs grow. Totally, man. Yeah, and that's how I feel. And it's funny, too, because we were talking about when we were first going to make this record, me and Adam and Blake were like, man, it would be cool to just, you know, you can kind of watch those, like, like uh, was it Sympathy for the Devil, like the... Uh, Godard uh, Rolling Stones documentary where it's just showing like how much time they had to like think about that song and kind of reconsider it and try it different ways and all that stuff. And, the de-reconstructed? Um, there you hear about it. <laughs> Do I, they? I said the de-reconstructed? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, we were like, man, that's awesome, but it's like, it sucks that nobody can do, or we can't do that, you know, because it's like the Rolling Stones have like a billion dollars to oh, make yeah, a record. They've got all, all the time, time in the world. Wanted. And exactly, and it's like, <clears throat> in a way that we never would have anticipated or couldn't have or planned for, it's like we were given all this time. It wasn't time in the studio, you know, but it was time between sessions in the studio with, you know, where it's like now with, you know, I mean, we were making demos on our phones and stuff, you know, and sharing them and, you know, like, oh, well, this, now I'm thinking that now that we've got the song recorded, like, it would be cool to put this part on this song. Like, what do you think about that? You know, um, so in a sense, like, in a, you know, very like, you know, 20, uh, 20 type of, uh, in a, like a low budget type of sense, it's like we did kind of get to make a record like that, you know, just in a sense, like, we really had the time like you said, like let it gestate and evolve and change and stuff like that. So, and y'all are kind of yeah, used so, to g yeah. getting into the studio and like kind of knocking it out in a weekend, right? <laughs> exactly. Yep. That's totally yeah. how we've Yeah. Done so it it's a lot of a, a lot different creative process there. I would I would assume. Yes. Yeah. It's way different. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. We ain't so got we, was, we ain't got you for too long, but I, I do have a couple more questions, and we'll leave you be. Okay. Um. No. Uh, I, I had a really dumb question that I, I that Tyler told me not to ask, but I'm going to. How, how do you how, how do you remember uh, all the words to your songs? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't is the answer. I, I'm I'm sitting I'm sitting here with the uh, the youth detention uh, lyric book, which the arts by uh, mm -hmm. Blake, which is pretty cool. 
but like, dude, it's yeah. a damn novel. And like, if I had to be on stage it's and a sing, novella, I, really, I, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, come on, novella, sure, sure, sure. It's it's mighty impressive. That's all I'm saying. We'd have to talk to our friend Cr for our, our novel takes. That's um, a lot of words on every page. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we gotta say. Well, we gotta save our novel comments for the real well, novel. One thing but, that I wanted to touch yeah, on. Man, no, but, oh, go ahead. Oh no, go. But, but yeah, but that's my answer is I basically don't remember them all the time. <laughs> the other day we were playing in New Orleans and I like, I, it was even the first verse like I hadn't even started singing yet and I just had to look at Adam and Blake and be like, what's the fucking word of this song? I don't remember. <laughs> it took us a minute, you know. So. <clears throat> Uh, well, I was going to ask, you know, we're lucky enough to have, and just to kind of tie it back to our show here Saturday, um, such great friends that come through and play. Uh, you know, um, John Calvin Abney is one of our friends, and we were just sort of curious how that friendship took off. You know, he comes here and plays when he's not on the road with Moreland, and I was ecstatically excited to see when he did a small tour with y'all kind of backing up on second guitar. Uh, how did that come to be? Mm. Man, I'm trying to remember when, well, we were kind of just having different guitar players sit in, I guess, for like the last, I guess, year, a little more before COVID. And, Adam, Adam um, Morrow was in that mix too, I believe, right? That's right. Adam Morrow, John Calvin, and uh, Matt Bohannon from Chattanooga. Oh, um, nice. The Bohannons. They all played with us. Yeah, he's a ripper, man. <laughs> I mean, all three of those guys are rippers. And, um, but yeah, like Adam and Matt are a lot easier because they're so close. You know, I mean, Adam's in Florence and Matt's in Chattanooga, so that's pretty, you know, easy. And I think this tour that we were going on, neither of them were available. And we were just thinking about, like, who to get to play with. And I didn't – I don't really – at that time, I didn't really know John Calvin that super well, but we played with him a couple times, and we had played with a band called um, uh, Pool Boy. Oh yeah, that he, he plays played drums. drums in that. <laughs> exactly in Norman, and uh, man, they were great. We played a dirt track last, which we often do, and I like handed him my guitar. Yeah. And he, I mean, it was just like, whoa, dude, this guy's ruling the song. <laughs> like, I was just kind of sitting there, like, leaning back, just kind of watching him or listening. You know, just like, man, this guy's awesome, you know, because I'd never really heard him rip like that. Like, usually he was playing more, you know, like his songs, you know, or playing drums or playing more like understated stuff with John Moreland. And, uh, man, he could shred. And so when we were, when Adam and Blake and I were talking about like who to get to play guitar and Matt and Adam couldn't do it. I was like, we could try that guy from Oklahoma, you know, John Calvin. And they were like, well, we don't really know him cause we didn't, you know? And, uh, and I was like, well, but if you spend five minutes it. with them, it feels like you've known them all your life. Right. Well, and what happened was like, they begrudging, they were like, okay, we'll give it a shot. And he came and practiced with us. And it was like within, five minutes of him showing up at Adam's house, they were like, oh, yeah, this guy rules. You know, <laughs> that boy is salt of the earth, so, man. We, yeah, we love him here. Yes, he's the best. All right, so uh, I, it, well, when you when you do pop in Saturday, it's going to be a bit of a home crowd for you. So uh, we're, 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 we're banging the bells to get people to come out here. But 
anyone listening to the podcast who has not heard you before, what can they expect for the show on Saturday? Oh, shoot, man. Uh, just a light question to finish things off. Volume. Yeah, real easy. I'm, gonna say, I'm just going to say volume. <laughs> yeah, there'll be volume. High volume. If nothing mm-hmm. else. <laughs> well, I think what I think people will see is, you know, one of the artists that personally makes me proud, and I'm not trying to fluff you, but how you represent a side of the South that we're trying to encourage here in Tuscaloosa. That's why we're so proud and honored that you'll come here. Um, And, you know, thank you for those out there in the world that are hearing this. Trust us. Look up Lee on a respectable place that, you know, you can give him some money, some band camp. Band camp, yeah. Yeah, or, you know, some other place, and then come out and buy a record. We're (laughs) so excited to have you coming through here, and we can't thank you enough for making the time uh, to talk to us. I'm no, sorry about dude. the technical errors, so we're uh, no, a little man, bit like thank that. Thank y'all, love y'all. Can't wait, man. Can't wait to be there, and thank y'all so much. And yeah, it's been whew, it's been a long time coming. Very, very, uh, it, very it has. It has. There'll be neck huggins akimbo all around. So <laughs> we love right. you. Uh, we love you, brother. Send our love to the uh, Williamson brothers, the rhythm section of the Glory Fires, and we can't wait to see you. So with that, I think we'll let you go, huh, Bob? Yeah. Uh, Lee Vane's coming here March 26th. They've got Old Time Folks, our album, coming out August 5th. Be on the lookout for that. And uh, we'll see you Saturday, right, Lee? Yes, sir. We'll see y'all there. Love all you. Right. Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. <laughs> all right, bud. Thanks for your time. Rise. We appreciate it. <laughs> see you all later. Right, see y'all. Bye, buddy. Bye.